Welcome to the LA Hoops and Homers podcast, your home for all things Dodgers, Angels, Lakers, and Clippers. I'm your host, Derek. With me is your other host, Josh, and we are excited to talk to you about some LA sports. And today we got episode 12, the divisional series. Um, We have the Oakland Athletics, Houston Astros, Rays, Yankees, Marlins, Braves, and Padres, and Dodgers. So all divisional series, which is appropriate for the DS. Yeah. Um, So we're going to start talking out with the Astros and the A's. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, I'm going to say unfortunately, the Astros made it through. Um, And right now, um, as of this recording, they're in the lead to take game one from the A's. Yeah. What are you looking at, Derek, with this series? Well, first of all, it really hurts to watch these two teams play the postseason at Dodger Stadium. Um, I wish that they, the Dodgers could play there or, um, or they could play somewhere else because I don't want the Houston Astros playing there. But, um, you know, if we're just looking at the series, I think that Oakland is definitely the better team. It hurts without Matt Chapman. Um, you know, him having to have season-ending surgery. Yeah, on that but you'd like to think their pitching could hold up. But, you know, Dodger Stadium in October with this heat and all day games, that park mm-hmm. is like Coors Field. Like, Dodger Stadium lie. can be a can be a pitcher's park at night, you know, in early April. But when it's so hot out, you know, it's 92 to 95 degrees and they're playing at noon. <laughs> the balls fly, so maybe the pitching going out, yeah. is going to be rough for both sides. Um, yeah, what um, do you think? I'm looking at these probables right now. So right now it's Bassett versus McCullers. Um, Bassett had an incredible 2020 season. Yeah. An ERA of 2.29. Um, a nice little gem they found. The Astros pitching staff is not that deep. I'm looking at these probables. Um, right now, game one is going to be McCullers. Game two is Valdez. Game three, I'd assume, is be Grinky, um, based on how they use him. This Astros pitching staff has been talked about a lot. Um, something that has been wrecked. Um, they don't have many guys. Uh, I've seen a lot of reports now about single A, double A guys being thrown in for the shortened season. Do you think the Astros have a chance to make it a run out of this? Yeah, I do. Um, Framber Valdez has been really solid this year. He's got some filthy stuff. He pitched um, four or five innings in that first wild card game and really, you know, confirmed the twins couldn't score off him um and he's had a really good regular season so he he he's kind of like bassett another gem that they kind of found um you know bassett for the oakland and um framber for the uh astros but i don't know with the with the astros winning game one or likely winning game one um if the score holds it's tough i i i think we, we really could see the astros Moving face on. off against Against the Yankees or the Rays. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you also, think? With the Astros, I think their offense is – they've struggled mightily through the season. They've faced that whole shame tour, whatever they call yeah. it. It's a little harder um, when you don't know what's coming. Exactly. But I still believe that these guys are talented. Um, I would still be hesitant to say that, like, you have a Michael Brantley, Springer, Correa, they're bat. No, I think that Bregman and them will pick it up. Yeah. And I think the Astros are going to win this series in five. Five. That's my prediction. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you're probably right. This one is pretty – I mean, a couple of these series are coin flips. And uh, I could see the Astros winning in five. I could see Oakland winning it still in five. Mm-hmm. So, 
I'm going to yeah. be optimistic. I'm going to say Oakland wins in five. Their pitching settles mm-hmm. down at Dodger Stadium. Um, but if I'm being honest, I don't think I believe that prediction in my heart. I think that uh, that Houston's going to win in five. Yeah, I was um, I was going to say Astros in five. Or no, sorry, Oakland in five. If I didn't know that the game won score, the Astros yeah. are looking like they're going to close this one out. Um, so anyways, we have the next series, Yankees versus Rays. Um, two teams, very good teams. Uh, the Yankees, obviously World Series favorites coming into this year. Rays had an exceptional season. Um, that is with Charlie Morton being subpar and hurt. What do you see coming out of this series, Derek? Yeah, I mean, uh, throughout the regular season, the Tampa Bay Rays really dominated the Yankees. I think they went 8-2 and two against the Yankees. Wow. Um, one thing we know is that the Yankees weren't, healthy at all this year or in the last couple of years. So um, they were beating up on some teams that maybe weren't as good, but the, the, the Rays are just a weird, fun organization. They've got crazy splits. You know, some guys turn into Mike Trout against a lefty and then they're not even in there versus a righty. So, um, you, you know, Yandy Diaz, he's one of the guys that comes to mind. G-Man Choi, he has owned Garrett Cole. So that, that'd be a fun one to watch in game one coming up later tonight. I think, I, I think the Tampa Bay Rays are uh, are my prediction to win this one. This is another toss up. I mean, a lot of these series are just so close, but mm-hmm. I think Tampa just can mix and match the pitching, and I just don't trust beyond Garrett Cole, the Yankee starting lineup. Their middle relief has been horrible. You know, they want to go from Cole to Chapman, Cole to Britton to Chapman, but if you have a starter like Jay Happ that only goes two or three innings, yeah. you're going to have to get through some of those guys, Holder, Sessa, who have been really um, inconsistent this year. So in my prediction, or in my opinion, I think Tampa Bay has got a better chance of winning this one, although it's going to be a close series. Yeah. Um, I think with strategy, I think it'd be interesting to see what the Tampa Bay Rays do, uh, considering that this series there's no off days. Um, and you have Blake Snell, Glassnow, and Morton. Those are kind of your three guys that ideally be pitching. Um, so it'd be interesting to look out for how deep they go into games um, to see if they could pitch in game four or game five, ideally. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to point out that Cole has a 1.32 ERA over the last 34 innings since uh, being paired with his catcher, Kyle Higashoika. So, yeah, I saw that they, they really found a good stride. Um, I think, think Gary that will be out when in, in this, um, this five-game series without off days, you know, the Nationals last year, they pitched Scherzer and Strasburg every chance they get. If you have a guy repeat pitch game five after pitching game one, he would have to go on short rest. So, like, I, I think that Garrett Cole is probably only able – definitely only able to throw deep into a game once and might be available out of the bullpen in game five. I don't, I don't know, but I just think that with how much pitching the Rays have and, um, you know, their bullpen being so solid – I just think mm-hmm. that the five-game series kind of matches up well against them since I don't think Snell or um, or Glasnow is on the level of Garrett Cole, although Glasnow has been filthy at times. Um, but I think that not being able to pitch Garrett Cole two full games in a five-game series um, is going to hurt them. But, mm-hmm. you know, the Yankees could win in three, and it doesn't even matter. So yeah. that's the beauty um, of baseball. So what, let's, let's go through, uh, just to finish it up, what is your prediction on this series? Um, sorry. One more thing I forgot to mention yeah. is the Rays also have Ryan Yarbrough. Um, he's been exceptional this year too. Just to yeah. talk about the Rays pitching depth. 
Um, again, you can't throw coal out there every three days, but that would definitely be an area of disadvantage for them. Um, despite Stanton getting hot in the wild card round, I do think it'll be Rays in four. That's my prediction. Yeah, I'm going to say I think this series certainly goes five, in my opinion. I think Rays pull it out in five games. So we have two five-game predictions on your side, Derek. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, now let us move to our last one before the main event. Um, we got That's Atlanta Braves facing against the Miami Marlins. Donnie Baseball managing those Marlins to a playoff spot. No one thought they would do it. Um, what do you think? Obviously, we know that Marlins have the pitching. Braves have the hitting. Which one's going to come out in this five-game set? Mm, I am a Marlins fan all the way on this one. I said I'm either picking the Cubs or uh, Marlins on the, on the National League. So good. Cubs got smacked. Um, and then in the AL, I'm thinking the Blue Jays got kicked real hard, real quick. Yeah. Um, so right now, Marlins are the only hope I have left in uh, this fantasy world of mine, I guess, where I want them to come out on top. Um, again, their offense, <laughs> when you have Matt Joyce and Starling Marte playing, I don't know how good of an offense you have. Um, Starling Marte's been pretty good this year, although he does have that fractured pinky. So we'll see yeah, how, how he can react to that. Mm-hmm. Matthew Joyce actually had a better year than Justin Upton, which is sad to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Sandy Alcantara, Sixto Sanchez, Pablo Lopez, Taylor Rogers, you got some depth on that team. Um, bullpen's pretty good too. So, but Atlanta, you just look at Atlanta. You just look at those first four hitters: Acuna, Freeman, Ozuna, and Darno. And a lot of people don't know how good Darno has been. He has been incredible this year. Mm -hmm. Um, batting cleanup. Those first first four guys are scary. I mean, Freeman is one of the best pure hitters I've ever seen. Uh, And Acuna, we know that he can do a bunch of crazy stuff. So, if you get those guys hitting maybe one or two other guys down the lineup, Swanson, Albies. Um, yeah, you know, Albies, Mark too, was a, had a great year last year. So, he's yeah. really capable. So, I mean, the offense is, is really there. The pitching, I really like Ian Anderson, young pitcher. He just shut down the Reds in the last series. Um, mm-hmm. I think he might be able to do that again. Freed has been really good. So, I, I think that this series is going to be one of the – one of the ones that's not going five, I think this is going to be Braves in three or four. Okay. Um, so. I just think that the Marlins are a year ahead of schedule and they're going to be a lot better. They're going to be really good, but mm-hmm. I think that the Braves are, are going to win this one in, in four games tops. I think they, they could sweep three. You think they could sweep? Well, I guess my question to you, very first game is Sandy Alcantara against Max Freed. Who do you think is going to win that pitching matchup? Because for me, I personally think whoever wins game one yeah. is going to win the series. Huh. Interesting. That's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, um, I mean, I, for some reason, Freed, I mean, he's been so good, but he, had, he didn't give up any homers this year. I just mm-hmm. think that part of that is, like, him getting crazy lucky. And I, I don't know that Vance does that enough, like, enough to, to say that, but a soft-throwing guy, he doesn't strike guys out. Um, I mean, we've seen those guys be successful. You know, look at Rich Hill and um, other guys like that. They don't throw hard, but they, they get out. So, but I just, I really like Sandy Alcantara and Sixto Sanchez. So, um, I, I, I could see those guys pitching just as well. But again, I, I think 
that the offense that Alcantara has to go against is a lot harder than the offense that uh, Freed has to go against. So I I think that they're going to pitch pretty similarly, but Atlanta is going to take this one. I'd say Atlanta is definitely the favorite. Um, yeah. Realistically, I think it's Atlanta in four, probably three. But I'm going to be a dreamer and say Miami in four, not even five, four. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> that was an uncomfortable laugh you just gave. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you're right on that one. We both gave a couple of predictions with the heart that we don't know if we're going to go through. But now we're coming for the main event, the, the Dodgers. This is the L.A sports podcast we're going to talk about that Dodgers versus the Padres two of the best teams in all of baseball facing up in the well National League Divisional Series the second round uh should be the first round but now the second round um you know the first thing we look at when you look at both these teams is the offense Dodgers were first in in all of baseball in home runs Padres were fourth Mm -hmm. Um, one the first question I have for you is they're playing at Globe Life Field in Texas which has been a very pitcher-friendly park, very deep to center, 4-10 to center. Um, do you think that these teams are still going to hit their homers? Um, or do you think that is, these games could be a little lower scoring than we would expect going against these two juggernaut offenses? Hmm. Well, thinking about this, you have Kershaw, Bueller, Richards, I threw in Dyson. Richard. Yeah, I don't know if Richard goes in the <laughs> um, it goes Kershaw Bueller. Space, 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 space. Garrett Richards. <laughs> okay, but anyways, Lamette Davies, Paddock, Clevenger, those are four very high quality starters. I don't know if Clevenger's gonna pitch this or series that way on that. Yeah. So looking into that, I mean you have two pitching staffs that are loaded. Yeah. Along with two offenses that are loaded. So crazy. This is probably so guess, the most exciting series. I guess the idea is that is this going to be a hitter series or pitcher series? I honestly don't know. I think, yeah. I mean, you could have one game that's eleven to nine, other game that's one zero. So it's interesting. So I, I think the most important thing for this series, and I think you will agree, is um, Clevenger and Lamette. Their health. We know they have each of them haven't pitched in a couple of weeks. They've been shut down with um, one of them with an elbow injury, one of them with a bicep injury. Mm-hmm. And it seems like from the you know the latest news, Clevenger will be healthy and Lamette will not for the Padres. So, but, but my biggest thing, my biggest wondering is, even if Clevenger is healthy, does he have? Can he throw ninety-five pitches, or is he gonna? You know, he, he hasn't pitched in a while. Is he only gonna be on a sixty-pitch limit? And are they gonna be quality pitches? So we'll have to see about that. Yeah. Lamette scares me a lot more than Clevenger because he has shut down the Dodgers at least once this year and his stats have just been insane. Clevenger's numbers have been his ERA was 302, his FIP was over 4, so it suggests that he got a little lucky. He's been better once he got to the Padres, but what do you think? Do you think if the if those two guys are there, do you think that makes a huge difference or do you think Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? All I can say is I hope Clevenger's ready. Um I hate seeing pitchers go out there being rushed out there. Yeah, and then you further injure your elbow. Um, I don't think Clevenger will be that effective. He hasn't pitched in a while, and then being thrown into a playoff game against the Dodgers of all teams. This isn't a forgiving lineup like uh, Miami or right. uh, actually I can't think of another forgiving. Cardinals. Lineup. The, card- the, the thing is, the Cardinals. Um, the thing that well, I watched in the first round was that the Cardinals scored a lot of runs off these two teams. You know, yeah. except for the last game. 
And the Cardinals are, were, you know, you were telling me a how poor offense. their offense was. Only Paul Goldschmidt was above league average. You know, yeah. when you've got guys like Yadier Molina, who's, you know, a great player, but, you know, he's at the end mm-hmm. of his career. Guys, uh, Harrison Bader, great defender, but, um, and they were able to score a lot of runs, especially off those starters. This, the, the San Diego starters pitched six innings in three games total, averaged two innings per start, and they gave up um, a total of 10 runs. Yeah. So that's not going to get it done. I think if means. you just look at the two starting rotations, the Dodgers, if it goes five, it'll probably be, we know for sure games one and two are Bueller and Kershaw, respectively. Game three is likely going to be Gonsolin, who's been incredible this year. Low two ERA as a rookie. Um, then after that, Urias and May in some combination of four and five. I think that the big thing about this series is that the Dodgers pitching depth holds up a lot better than the than the Padres pitching depth, mm-hmm. especially without Lamette, and especially if they don't have Clevenger because the Dodgers have crushed Paddock, and Paddock has had a rough year. Davies has slowed down as the season's gone on. So if those are your games one and two starters, then you got to go maybe Garrett Richards game three, maybe do some weird bullpen stuff with an opener. I think when you've got, you know, even if the Padres are to win a couple games at the beginning, there might be some games at the end where, you know, Dustin May is pitching, who has been really good, and they have to go to their bullpen. And I, I just don't think that'll work against the Dodgers. Yeah especially Kershaw having an outstanding performance um, in the wild card round. If he's able to repeat that, it's over. Um, I see the Dodgers have a beautiful combination of veteran experience and youth. Mm. Um, And I see just on the Padres, it's a lot of just youth, a lot of guys that have had one good year or Paddock in the case had a good year last year, but he's kind of iffy this year. Um, and I think experience in the long run, you will win this series. The Dodgers bullpen is just much deeper uh, than the Padres. And the offense, um, with all respect to what the Padres have been able to do, uh, the Dodgers has just been better, and they have more bench bats. Um, I don't know if this is the Padres' year, but I could definitely see them being a threat later um, in next year, a couple years. But I think yeah, – like, I, I really think this is one of the best teams – um, you could probably assemble with the money you're allotted. Um, yeah. It is just crazy all around, and they still have – I mean, we've already kind of oozed over this team before already, so I don't need to do it twice, but this team is really good. So I have um, – you know, just for a fun – before we give our predictions, I want to look at – I want each of us to choose one guy that we think could be an X factor from each team. Um, mm-hmm. I looked at a couple of X factors. The guys I was thinking about – where, uh, you know, Mookie Betts, when, whenever he's on your team, you kind of think he could be an X factor. Um, Walker Bueller, he's fighting a blister issue, but, you know, he's had some insane playoff games. But what it comes down to me and my X factor for the Dodgers, I think, is having one lefty be able to hit, hit for some power. Uh, when, you know, the Dodgers played three games in Texas earlier this year, and the only place – it seemed like homers were going out was right down the right field line, mm-hmm. right where a lefty can hit it. So I think if, if you have Bellinger, Quincy, or Rios, one of those three, and even if you mm-hmm. got more, then that's even better. But especially with how right-handed heavy the, the Padres – the Padres do not have a left-handed runner. So what, I think those guys need to be going off. Maybe Peterson could be a dark horse off the bench. But, you know, I, I think we need to have one lefty be able to mash and, and, and maybe hit – two to three home runs down that line 
because I think power might be hard to come by in this series. Yeah. So, um, what what are your thoughts? Who do you think might be the X factor for the Dodgers? Well, I was going to say Bellinger. I want to see 2019 Bellinger come back. Um, you talked about that. I wouldn't say short portion right field, but shorter than to center or to left. Um, the Padres have all right arms, I believe. I think so. Yeah, they have and all right. The lineup is also very righty heavy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's the perfect matchup, the platoon you want yeah. uh, to get that pull down the right field line. So I'd say Bellinger on the Dodgers. On the Padres, yeah. hmm. Look at their lineup. There's a lot of guys to choose from. Yeah. Oof. Go Jerickson Profar, a once top prospect in the Oakland Athletics organization, never panned out. Um, I'm glad to see him getting some playing time consistently now on the Padres. He's kind of bounced around through the league for a while. I think Jerickson Profar, I want to see the kid do well. He's my pick. I have no reason outside of that. I know that defense going to stand up in court, but – my X factor, I'm feeling it, Jurix and Profar. Yeah, for, for me, looking at the um, Padres, the easy one is obviously um, the two starting pitchers, Clem, uh, Lamette oh. and Clevenger, because they if they're not healthy, it makes the series a lot harder. But, you know, just looking at who is healthy, I, I've been going with a guy that not a lot of people know, probably that NL Rookie of the Year, Jake Cronenworth. He has killed the hmm. Dodgers whenever we face them. He's had some incredible diving catches for a guy that, was a pitcher up until this year mainly, and he, he batted over 300. Um, uh-huh. He's one of their few lefty power bats or lefty bats at all. And, um, you know, with the Dodgers having three other five guys are righties, Bueller, Gonsolin, and May, he might be crucial as, as one of the only guys who has a, a, a strict platoon advantage. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of guys you can go with, obviously, Tatis and Machado, yeah. Grisham, um, even Eric Hosmer, but that is my guy. Um, that that I think they might live and die by at least offensively. Yeah. I want to say I misspoke to him pro far. Actually, top prospect in the Texas organization. Oh uh, right, yeah. Oakland last year. So yeah. I got mixed up on that. Yeah. Um, who else on the Padres would surprise me? They've got hmm. Austin Nola, um, who has been, yeah. I think, they one of the best catchers in, in baseball since he um, since he came up as a thirty year old rookie last year. Um, kind of a you know weird story. Weird Not story. a lot of guys come out as a thirty year old and begin to mash and then get traded for prospects the next year. So, I mean, their lineup is deep. Dodgers lineup is deep, maybe deeper. I I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Um, I, I I'm hoping to see. You know, as a Dodger fan, I want to see Mookie Betts do something. I, I think one key to the game might be without power, without like consistent home runs being able to be hit. We might need to see Mookie be aggressive on the base, base paths, steal a base, um, or at least just really use his on-base skills instead of trying to slug for power. Just try to draw your walks, get to second, score on singles, move first to third, all the little stuff that Mookie is so uh-huh. good at. And I think one thing that might um, might also be a, an advantage is that the Dodgers got Mookie in right and Bellinger in center, two gold glove guys. Pollock in left, you know, he's – He's not the defender he once was, but in how big an outfield that is, they those you know Bellinger Mookie can cover a lot of ground. So hopefully they can keep a couple of single you know singles from being doubles. Maybe make an extra catch or two that the, that the Padres can't make and, and try to steal some some outs for our pitching staff. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, so you don't do predictions now because I think yeah, I'm ready for mine. I think we can go predictions. You 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 want to give me yours first? 
the logical explanation and the explanation I'm going with is Dodgers in four. Okay. Padres don't get a second game. Okay. I mean, again, like three of these, three of the four of these series are are just very neck and neck. I, I, you know, I, I, my friend asked asked me yesterday if I want to bet on um on a Yankees Dodgers World Series, and I was like, I don't know because if I know anything about playoff baseball, it's that I know absolutely nothing. So, my prediction probably doesn't mean anything, but I, I, I agree. I think the Dodgers will win in four games. But I could literally see – I could see the Dodgers sweeping. I could see the – I could see the – you know, I don't know. So, my my belief, though, if I'm going with my gut, but the, I believe the Dodgers will win in four games. Um, and I just think the pitching staff of the Dodgers is going to hold up better than the pitching staff of the Padres. Mm-hmm. So, we'll have to see. That, that game starts tomorrow night at 640. Unfortunately, will be during the Laker game as well. So, yes. I'll be too, too screening it as, as we do. As per usual. Yeah. So, um, yeah, tonight, you know, we have our, the Houston game. It's just wrapping up. The uh, the Yankees play tonight. That should be a good one. And then tomorrow we got four games, four games. including your Los Angeles Dodgers facing mm-hmm. the San Diego Padres. It's going to be exciting. Some good days of baseball. A couple more good mm-hmm. days of basketball left. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, we're, we're loving every minute of it. I mean, it'll be great. The Astros just won, by the way, 10 to 5. Okay. They took game one. So I don't know if Oakland's offense can yeah. pull it out. That's I think a we're going to see win that one. Yeah. But yeah. So we will see. Um, we thank you all for listening. Um, like always. Yeah. Keep checking us out. Keep telling your friends about it, your family, anyone who likes sports, anyone who doesn't like sports. We want everyone listening. We're very inclusive. So All 7 billion of you. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, we will – Maybe come back in the middle of one of these series uh, to talk about what we think is going on. Definitely if the Dodgers move on, or should I say when the Dodgers move on, we will be recapping that series and previewing the That's next one. That's a cocky one. statement, Derek. I mean, hey, I'm just using you our predictions. Just jinxed we, both, it. we both predicted it. You might have just jinxed it. I, I hope not. So thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. On the LA Hoops and Homers podcast. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.